Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. On every episode of Status Life with Lita, we take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. We want to take your life out of the status quo and into 2020. My name is Derek Hayes, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Lita Brooks. Good afternoon, Lita. Hello. It's great to be back in the studio. I know we say that every time, but wow, just doing all those remote shows, it, it uh, during the corona shutdown, it's nice to be back in, in place again. It really is. And for those who may be tuning in, I, we did a few shows with me actually really sick. Yes, you we know, did. Having, remember late uh, March and early April. I mean, there were days we had to tape a show with me in bed holding exactly. a phone and so a we could talk right. about Corona. So, again, it's it's great to be through the Corona virus and, and the fact that you got through it as, as well as you did. It's, it's nice to be back in the studio. Well, before we begin, a quick reminder that Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs. And by the law office of Derek M. Hayes, injured in Georgia, make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Well, let's get started. On today's show, um, as always, we have a great lineup. I've already been able to look at the topics, and I can't wait to get to the, the meat of the show because there's a lot to cover. But before we do that, for our first-time listeners, let's talk about the podcast. It's called Status Life with Lita. Exactly what does that mean? So this is a lifestyle podcast, and anyone can listen. Everyone is going to get something out of this podcast. We're going to talk about trends, mostly interior design and interior decorating, because that is my background. But we can absolutely get into fashion. We're going to bring in fantastic guests that are in different industries, um, the fashion industry, the health industry, fitness We've brought in uh, an artist. We've brought in all kinds of different, really interesting people tying together great stories and doing something in the community and also art and fashion and trends. We are going to talk about faith and spirituality, as that is very important to me and to most people. We're going to talk about any nonprofits or charitable organizations. I I want to help people, and that's what this is about, whether I'm teaching interior design trends. We did a whole series on interior decorator versus interior designer and, and what the two terms mean. Uh, today we're going to talk more. We're going to jump into home staging. So this is a teaching platform, but it's also very much a lifestyle podcast. Um, I'm taking everyone on a health and wellness journey as I've got some extra pounds on, uh, possibly the quarantine 15, as I've been heard it coined. And that's been extremely engaging with people because I'm not the only person out there that wants to drop some weight and do it in a healthy fashion. It has been extremely engaging. In fact, I've learned it a lot already. The interior design as a, a designer as opposed to interior decorator, I had no clue about that. And that's just one point. I know also, too, you want to eventually get into the travel aspect of lifestyle. And, you know, I can't wait to do the research part on that. Well, 
Yes. Uh, again, we're, we're kind of doing a recap for those who are tuning in. If you haven't picked up on this, Derek and I are a couple. And one thing that we do, especially not so much, we haven't really done anything this year, uh, but we travel a lot. So adding the travel aspect into the podcast, Status Life with Lita is also a blog. Um, that's It's fantastic. It's being able to take our experiences and our stories and share them with you and give you recommendations of where to go, where to stay, what to eat, what to experience uh, based on our experiences. And that's going to be fun. That's <laughs> the fun part. You know, it's it, that's been on the back burner. But of course, as you know, the shelter in place, no one's been able to go anywhere. So I almost kind of forget that that's a huge component of this. Yeah. And one of my favorite gifts for Christmas this year, you gave me a massive map of yes, the world that, the hangs, on the, right, that mm-hmm. hangs on the wall mm-hmm. and you have a pin and you can pin every single destination that you, I think you can even pin some of those you want to visit with a certain color, but then those you have visited, you can pin with a different color. So, yes, I'm looking forward to doing the research for the travel aspect of the show. Absolutely. Well, you're also quite the entrepreneur, and that's one of the things that uh, is amazing about you. And and I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about the retail store and how that's doing for you since the reopening. It has been very, very, very busy and very unexpected. We had no idea what it was going to look like with foot traffic. Are people afraid to come out? Are we going to open the doors? We did all the social distancing I was most stressed about that. I don't think I slept a wink the night before the store opened. I know you didn't. And you, Derek, uh, your profession as an attorney, I had you lead my entire staff in a sales meeting. You did the research, found out all the mandates that we needed to do, and we implemented everything. A few things that we had to do. We covered the water fountains, put signs on the door, only one person or one family at a time. Uh, Took down the coffee stations, put six feet markers at our checkout counters. Uh, sign out front, please socially distance, gave all of our employees masks, right? All these things that as a small business owner that we need to do to, you know, keep ourselves safe and again, have the social distance mandates. And so all that is done. And I'm telling you, we have been flooded by the masses. It has been, the sales has been absolutely incredible. So we are in Metro Atlanta. I know some of you are listening all over the United States. I hope that if you own a small business that you are seeing the same success that we are. Uh, We had the first day that we opened was Friday, May 15th. And it was the highest grossing sales day, Friday, Friday, not day, but because I've had events that have been good, but it is the highest grossing Friday that I've had in five years of owning the That's store. That's amazing. It was the first day after of opening after the shelter in place. Everybody was ready to get out and, and spend money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And right now, the reason I, see, I think we're seeing such an increase, we have nothing to compete with us. There's no sports. There were, you know, we may be traveling a little. I know a lot of us are heading down to Florida and that for a week. But even when you get home, you're we're still relatively sheltered in place. Sure. Um, And some stores are still not even open yet. Right. The water parks aren't open. It's still difficult to go out to eat. Most restaurants in our area, especially, are only doing carry out. I know there's still plenty of states here in the United States that are still much more sheltered in place than Georgia. But we, we are still sheltered. I mean, life is not back to normal by any means. But I'm telling you, status is. Status Home Design, the retail store. Right, right. And, and I've learned, too, uh, the phrase DYI, the do-it-yourself, right? Isn't that what DYI is? DIY. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought I had something very knowledgeable, D-I-Y. I messed Do up the letters. Do it yourself. D- D-I-Y. Not, yeah. 
Okay, DIY. DIY. Okay, and I know so you have yes, classes. We have that a you full do. classroom inside Status. Now we can hold 25 inside our classroom. We do paint classes, we do stencils, clays, molds, stamps, paper flowers, anything uh, creative that. The people that are affiliated with our store want to come teach and we have had to social distance though so the numbers are a little bit smaller but they're sold out we launched a class for last saturday and it was sold out in the first day people are ready to come out and if if we're open and we're following all the mandates and they feel safe inside our inside our store they're shopping they're spending their money they're just hanging out i cannot tell you how many people you know if i'm at the register or the counter hey what can i help you with oh i just wanted to get out <laughs> just wanted to get out of my house and i love it have fun i understand Shop. completely right take your time and they're all buying and that's fantastic sure so another term i've learned is repurposing and and with that being said i know paint is one of the things that people now do with furniture they repaint or repurpose furniture and I know your store even sells the supplies mm -hmm. and, and does the classes for things like that. It can't keep it in stock. Right. So they can come in and learn how to do it and also buy the supplies oh, yeah. to do it. But right now with everyone, it's all the projects around your house that you've never had time to do. Um, unfortunately, because I'm so busy at status, my house, I'm not quite <laughs> feeling that for myself. I'm helping everyone with all of their home projects. But that is why I'm here, right? But yes, the paint... Uh, it is not truly a chalk paint. It's a resin paint, but it's along the same lines. There's an additive in this paint that allows you to, it, it allows the paint to stick to surfaces without having to sand because that is what we all hate to do, right? Nobody wants to take a hand sander. I'll say yes, but <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, trust me, it is a pain. So this paint has revolutionized repurposing and taking old pieces of furniture and giving them new life. Now, during the shelter in place, all these pieces of furniture around your home that you wanted to finish, this is the time. And we sold so much paint. We were doing curbside pickup, you know, porch drop-offs, that kind of thing. But now that we're open, the shelves, she'll restock. And within two days, it's completely empty. Again, the entrepreneur side of you, not only do you have the retail store, but I know you've opened an online store. Let's talk about the name of the online store first and how they can find it. But also to talk a little bit about how well that's doing. Well, it's doing phenomenal because this was the best time to launch it. We had no idea Corona would be a pandemic or we would even have a shutdown. And so we launched this online store last fall, sort of as a soft opening, really started putting some emphasis around Christmas. It is the, uh, the status market. So status home design is my retail store. Status life with Lita podcast blog. Status market is my online store. And today it is currently sold out. Wow. So we are restocking. Yes. I have to go on a buying mission tomorrow. Uh, get everything photographed and uploaded hopefully by Friday. So we'll be putting, uh, blasting that back on social media for the weekend. So we got to get some new product. And that's a good problem to have for a small business owner. My store's, uh, you know, busting at the seams with customers as much as we can being socially distanced. And we also uh, have an online store that all sold out during the shutdown. So it's the status market, correct? I had to put that. I couldn't get the domain status that's market. A, so okay. unfortunately, it's www.thestatusmarket.com market.com but if you go to the parent site status home design you can find everything you can find the podcast the blog the online store the interior designers the retail store it's all on one site status home design well i'll also say this your ability to select merchandise to put on your online store speaks volumes as well 
in the sense that it's sold out. So well, you, thank you. You've done a great job selecting items for that. You know, I, that's not. I I don't take credit for that all by myself. I have a, a team that is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, that I'm my interior designer Carla. She's been on the show with me the last two times. She's going with me tomorrow. You know, I, I love other people's opinions. There, we may be shopping and merchandising and buying, and that is a position in and of itself. And it doesn't need to be just me. She may see something in a piece that I don't see, and I like the collaboration. Yeah, and, and again, it, the selection is, is terrific. Uh, I, I've gone on the website many times and looked, and you can find anything and everything on the online the status market store so well, i encourage you. everyone check that out uh check it out on saturday yeah, not today yeah, yeah. <laughs> today it's sold wait, out wait wait for it to be yeah. replenished <laughs> then check it got out. all new merchandise coming yeah put it as your bookmark or right. your home yeah home there you go there. save that, it put yeah, it in your exactly. favorites okay all right well we talked earlier about what status life with lita really means and one of the things you mentioned was health and wellness and I, I know, of course, through the last uh, several shows, you're taking us on a health, wellness, and weight loss journey. So as we kind of check in with that today uh, and, and talk about how your businesses are doing, I kind of feel like there's a need to ask you about how that part's going. How, how's that doing? Well, I was groaning about it on the last show, right? Because at just time, the stores opened, everything I explained just a few minutes ago saying how busy we've been, you know, getting a handle on dropping some extra pounds, healthy lifestyle. I mean, that takes focus and it takes time and prepping meals and making sure you have healthy snacks in your bag or your pocket or your car. I mean, this is all thought process. And when you're going 90 miles an hour and focused on other things, it's now summer and I have children. So of course I'm focused on them as long with a busy store and a busy online store. So I get pulled in so many directions. You know, my health and fitness fell by the wayside and what's been you know, so great and, and putting it out there and being vulnerable enough to put it out there is I'm most women, you know, there, we have our fitness buffs and our friends and, and they're healthy and they're already on this regimen. But, but most of my friends, men and women are not, um, they're in this with me. I mean, the feedback has been phenomenal. Let's do this. Tell me how you're doing it. Keep sharing your tips. I want to know everything that you're doing. So I will say successfully I am down six pounds in the last two weeks wow so I I focused on it I took a handle on my health and my nutrition I've made some small changes this is not you know this is not one of those things that happened I've been talking about this for what six weeks now and so it it it's not instantaneous it takes time so be patient with yourself we're going to go through all of the ways that I have done this all the tricks, things I've cut out, things I've implemented. On the next show, I've got my health and fitness coach coming on the show. She's going to be, she's a phenomenal person, and she is going to teach all of you exactly what she's teaching me and how I'm doing it. Well, six pounds, that's fantastic. Things are fitting better. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. My skin, amazing. I mean, it's just everything. When you, when you, really focus on what you're putting in your body I know it sounds so cliche you hear it a million times but it is absolutely the truth and at this point I am using a program I'm putting you know pure health fitness nutrition vitamins into my system and I've started exercising more one of my favorite tricks and I put this on social media this is my trick I have not seen very many people do this but I will put five pound ankle weights on my legs and I've go to work that, right? I look completely ridiculous right well, people will stare at my legs <laughs> and I'll say 
I'm losing weight. And then ladies will go, yeah, say no more. That's genius. But when, you, when I work on my feet, and my job is very, very physical, and that is a blessing for me. I love to move around. I, I would not be cut out for a desk job. Uh, I love my store, whether I'm in your home, you know, doing interior design or whether I'm at status home design. It, I, I, again, it's physical. We had an event on Saturday and I checked my watch. I had walked and, and fast with hauling furniture six miles in one day. I so remember. that's in, in my store is 12,000 square feet. And so if I, you weren't going to mention that, I was. Well, I six, thought that was amazing. yeah, absolutely. So six miles in 12,000 square feet. And I will wear, I will put my weights on, especially in the morning when it's a little quieter, and run around the store and open it. And it's re- it helps. It helps melt the pounds off without even thinking about it. So if you can go to the park, if you can go out in your neighborhood, I know a lot of ladies will wear ankle weights or, or hold them, you know, for their arms. That's great, too. But put some extra weight on your body and watch the weight fall off your body. Well, I also know that all your listeners are going to be very anxious, uh, to say the least, to hear about how you're doing it. Um, and you have a big following, I know, wanting to get healthy with you. Yes, yes. So I'm telling you that I'm doing it. Again, the tips, the tricks, that's all going to come for the next show. So it's just a little teaser for it. I don't want to dive too much in because uh, I really want to talk about this when Stacy's here. And But just know uh, I started moving. I started exercising. I got my weight. In a lot of days, all, my weights are all that I have. I'm not lifting weights. I'm putting some extra weight on my body and going about my day. And again, many days, that's it. I am a single working mom. And extra taking an hour, hour and a half out of my day to exercise is just not feasible for me. So I'm trying to do this and fit this into a very busy schedule. I've also started implementing 10-minute workouts. I have a little Pilates DVD, and they're 10 minutes a piece. And yesterday, that's all I could fit in. Was to, I did abs for 10 minutes. And, but I did them. Whereas before, I wasn't even doing that, and I'm starting to see results. And 10 minutes is better than no minutes at all. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Well, right. And then that's an easier window of time to set aside in the busy, busy day. As you said, even with two kids and summer and the yeah. businesses and all those things you have to deal with. It sounds so simple, but I'm telling you, it is not. It is not. It, 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 I just... It's frustrating. And so I am every single one of you out there that is struggling with this. I'm busy. I have all this stuff going on. I can't figure out a way. Stay here with me. I'm going to give you all the tools because I have found what works for me. Well, we talked about your entrepreneurial side, and it's amazing. But one of the other things I know that when we first met, you talked about, and and honestly, I, I was blown away by, is your love of running. You love to run, and I want you to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Well, yes, I've always, I don't know why. I went, I grew up as a dancer. That was always me. Not a not a real team sports kind of girl. I, I couldn't hit a softball to save my life. Dance, <laughs> dance was my world, right? Sports that are just my body, my flexibility, my speed, anything. I don't know why. So dance and running really went hand in hand, and so when... Uh, I left dance in my late 20s. Uh, I, I, it immediately transitioned into running, and it was an easy transition for me. There was a little bit of overlap because I still owned my studio, and I would run in the evenings. But once you get that running bug, oh, just love it, love it, love it. So anyway, I just, since the kidney donation, the running has really fallen by the wayside. Um and, uh, you know, I love trails. Just put me on a trail and I can run all day long. It's a stress reliever for me. It really, really is. But I haven't, I, it's time. And if you think, oh, well, I could take 30 minutes and go out in my neighborhood. It's not really it. 
you put your, you know, you get dressed, you put your shoes on, you go do the exercise, 30 minutes to an hour, whatever you can devote to it. But then I got to go home and I got to shower and I got to get ready for work. So in essence, it's about two and a half hours out of a day. Um, you know, 10 minutes to get to the park, uh, hour, hour, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to an hour and a half of the actual exercise home shower. So that's my whole morning. And, and, and it's time. It's time. Again, it's that luxury that I don't have. Right. You referenced trail runs. And you said before that you w- used to run 50Ks. Yeah. So how far is a 50K? Well, I've done three. So a 50K is about 31 miles. So, so if you look up 50K, that's, it says it's 31 miles. But all of mine, because I'm primarily, I'm a trail runner. I guess I can say that with, yes, I am. I'm a trail runner. Um, I do not like pavement running. I'll do it. You can't always run that kind of mileage on the pavement Uh, but all my 50ks were on trails so my best friends and I we would train and we would train about six months on six months off and you build your mileage and but when you do a trail run what we found is it's 31 miles ish right so when (laughs) we would ask the race director the night before the race you go pick up your packet and you check in and say all right what are we looking at tomorrow well yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, and let me just tell you this. When you cross the 26 mile mark, which is a marathon, and now you're on mile 30, and then you're on mile 31, and you are absolutely depleted, right? These are ultras that we're running. You, you don't want the ish. You want to know exactly, you're <laughs> a watching. Definitive number. You, right. Sometimes you're chasing the clock um, because there are checkpoints, and if you're not meeting those checkpoints at the certain time, they will pull you from the race. So sometimes you're chasing the clock. If you're having a really good race and you're not chasing the clock, you're absolutely depleted. You have, you have nothing left at mile 20. And that's what makes a true marathon so hard, right? Your, your, phys- your glycogen sure. storage, everything is done at mile 20. The real marathon is between mile 20 and 26, for anyone, no matter how trained you are, if you're a novice or an expert, 20 to 26, that's your marathon. So now we're pushing past that. So we're pushing into 28, 29, 30. One of the 50Ks that we did ended up being closer to 38 miles. Good in On the trails and the elevation and the climbing. And it was excruciating because it's ish. Yeah, right. 31, well, 32-ish, but you're on the trails. There's no, you can't just put a finish line wherever you want them. You got to put it back through, at the start yeah. finish line, right? So. Well, you're talking to someone who, I, when I sit in a car and I press the accelerator for 31 miles, my foot get t- gets tired. So, uh-huh. but just let me, saying. Let me go back to this real quick. So we're talking about the race just because you asked, and you can hear it in my voice how passionate I get. But this is something that after the kidney surgery, I can run. And I can do small runs, and I'm really anxious to get back into this as I'm implementing health and fitness back into my life. I'm trying to find a running buddy. Hopefully, I found a girl yesterday that is about my level. This is not where I'm at. So my listeners, please do not think that I am out there running 50Ks. I have not. My my kidney surgery was three years ago, and my doctor told me that he would clear me before the surgery. He would clear me to run the distance of a marathon, but never anything more. It's too dangerous for me. I have one kidney. I'm slower. Um, I'm now recovered from Corona and I will, my lungs feel different. You know, I had a lung virus, basically like having pneumonia. So I am starting from scratch. So when you're asking me about running, it's going to be all I can do to, to do one mile, you know, two miles. I mean, we're, we're, we're in this together at the ground level. And you referenced your kidney surgery for those that didn't hear the prior podcast, Lita donated a kidney and you can go back and listen to the podcast 
uh, with her guest Amanda Hayhurst where we discussed the kidney donation itself. Now, I want to move on because I know your listeners are going to be excited to tune in uh, a lot more next week about the weight loss uh, and the healthier lifestyle. Yeah, plan we're really going to jump into that 100% sure. next week. So we'll cover a lot more in detail then. But yep. I know you've gotten a lot of great feedback uh, using the podcast as a teaching platform. Uh, and you've done a lot of teaching and, and it's all good stuff. And today's design topic is something each and every person uh, that's ever tried to sell a house has had to think about, um, if not implement. It's called home staging. And Honestly, I've learned a lot about it because my house is currently on the market. And thankfully, I have you in my life to not only teach me about home staging, but to do an absolutely incredible job of, of staging my home. So most people know the term home staging, but can you clarify that real quick as to what that really means, what it entails? Okay, I'm going to go right with the Wikipedia definition here, all right? And then we'll dive a little bit deeper into it. I think most people have heard the term, right? I don't have the statistic in front of me, but how many people have moved and bought and sold houses you go into or even just for fun walked around a model home that would be home staged? But the definition of home staging, pretty self-explanatory. It is the preparation of a private residence for sale in the real estate market, right? That's it. Simple, simple. The goal of staging is to make a home appealing to the highest number of potential buyers, thereby selling a property more swiftly and for more money. Staging techniques focus on improving a property's appeal by ensuring it is a welcoming, attractive product that any buyer can see himself, herself living in and thus desire to purchase. Home staging. <laughs> I mean, it's more technical, but when you break it down, it is that first right. sentence, right? Making a home more attractable, attractive to buyers. All right. Well, with that being said, the definition, the Wikipedia definition, can you break that down just a yes. little bit? Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about what home staging means, because I don't know if there's misconceptions or people just haven't done it. They're selling a home that, you know, that they've lived in for a long time and they don't really know where to start. But there's many different parts to it. And so whenever someone comes into status and says, hey, I need some home staging, I need some help. All right. Tell me where we're at. Is the buyer, I'm sorry, excuse me, the seller, is the seller living in the home? Is it vacant? Because those are two very, very different projects. If you have a vacant home, so that would be to a real estate agent, a vacant listing. Now, home stagers, let me stop real quick and say, the home stagers can work directly with the homeowners or they can work with the real estate agents. And I've done both. I've done home staging where I'm just working with the homeowner and the real estate agent kind of comes in after it to set the house for listing. And I've had homes that were completely vacant and the real estate agent hired the home stager to help get it sold. So when it's vacant, you're adding. You go to the house and talk to the agent or homeowner and say, all right, how many rooms do you want to add? Uh, do you want to do you you know you always want to do the main rooms you want to put some things in the kitchen maybe some bar stools or some things on the counters make it look a little more attractive uh, the dining room or the breakfast area not necessarily the formal dining room but the living room and the master the main areas of the house that you need to have attractive to a buyer but if the homeowner is living in the home then it's a completely different project where you are subtracting and you're decluttering. So you're bringing in boxes and you're going to work to get everything out of that house that makes it unattractive to a buyer, right? You're starting to pack. You're starting to say, okay, this is a really nice piece of furniture. Leave this, take this, box this. Um, it's a whole different process. 
and they may be living in the home through the process of selling the home. And so you have to have the decisions. What can you live without? You know, we have to take this down and, and make it look like no one lives here almost. So a buyer will see it as theirs. And that can be challenging. Um, I can speak to that. When, when we started decluttering and, and breaking down my home for the purpose of staging it, I realized pretty quickly a lot of things that I have in my house I could honestly do without. So it's being stored, it's being set aside for later, but it's out of the way. Yeah, well, there's also, you know, in home staging, if it's extremely dated, you can be, and I'm, I'm thinking about some of the Mine things that dated. we did, because yours was the most, that uh, the the largest project that I've done the most recently. Uh, we had to add, we had to change some colors. We had to put paint on the walls. We had to add shiplap somewhere. We had to switch out lighting. Um, so that's where really the interior decorating aspect came into home staging. It wasn't just moving around furniture and packing boxes. We did all of it. And that could, you know, it's a very large home and it was a very large project. So you've lived in this home, what, 15 years? Yes. Right. So you, you go into a home and, and you're living in it through this process. So I had every single home staging design challenge known to man. We had to declutter the entire thing. Um, which we're still not 100% finished. We have the garage left to tackle, correct? Yes. We had to change colors. We had to change lights. Uh, we and, and we had to add because, sorry, but the furniture was really dated. So I had to pull all the furniture out of the living rooms and bring in all new furniture. So not it, So it was every single element of home staging went into this one project. In my defense, I was a single guy living oh, by myself. I had no, I don't have design talent no. or ability. I had clutter ability and I had uh, eclectic ability. I could throw a lot of things together yeah. and call it decorated. Thank but, you for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it brings to, to light another question that somebody might have who's listening and that yes. is, who would you hire to come and do home staging? Interior designer, interior decorator, or is home stager an actual actual title, a, a profession? It is a title. It is a profession. You can hire a professional home stager. I did find out uh, doing some research that you can actually get a certification in being a home stager. Probably a lot like you can get a home uh, certification for being an interior decorator. You're going to get a license to be an interior designer. Okay, so again, those are previous shows. We're not going to, you know, jump into all that. But so, yes, you can hire a, a true home stager. But as an interior designer, we tackle this all the time. Just exactly what I said. Does the home need color? Does the home need granite? Does the home need new fixtures? Does the home need new lights? You really, a real estate agent and the homeowner really need to put their heads together and figure out who is the right person for the job. So does it help a home sell quicker if you stage it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes, in theory. Okay, so I have a statistic here. It's from stagedhomes.com. They state that staged homes, on average, six days for selling time on the market versus 48 days nationally. So that speaks volumes. On average. Now. Right. Okay, right. So if you, right. Six, I mean, six days? Six days, that would be I nice. don't know. That's not the market I'm in. But <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, I guess in a regular, normal real estate market, at different price points, of course, are going to sell different uh, homes at different uh, times. But yes. And another kind of quick question on that same line. So when would somebody bring in a home stager? Uh, in other words, kind of what part of the selling process do you look for a home stager? It really, I, you know, of course, it's just like any design job. I say the sooner the better. The sooner the better. 
if it's a vacant home and they've already gone and you're coming in looking at a blank canvas, okay, well, I can work with that. Absolutely. But had they not moved out, maybe I was able to say, hey, leave this, leave, you know, leave this bedroom set, leave, you know, and I can use their existing furniture. But if it's a matter of the movers had to come, they're moving out of state, everything had to go at once, that's okay. I, again, I can still work with that. One thing I want to mention when you talk about who you want to hire if this is a home that is going to need furniture, you are staging and you are adding, which is a huge component of this. You need to make sure that the home stager, interior decorator, or interior designer has access to furniture. You can, if it's just a subtraction job, so let's say someone has a home staging title and you call them and you have a vacant listing, well, how are they going to get their hands on furniture if they don't have a backstock? You That's need a really to make good point. Yes, you need to make sure that they have a warehouse full of furniture. You need to make sure that furniture is of current trend and current design. Um, say interior designer or interior decorator. There are a lot of us out there that are fantastic in our profession, and we would be great in the subtraction category because we have the eye and we could come in. But when it comes to adding or even bringing in a few key pieces, if they don't have the means to get you those pieces, then that's not who you need. So basically, it could be very costly is what you're saying. Absolutely. It could be very costly because when you do this, and now again, there's different ways. I, I can speak in general terms. I'm not, I can't speak for every single home staging business out there. But you, if you're adding, you are renting the furniture. You have to bring this, this stuff in. So you're paying for the time and the expertise of the professional that you've hired. You're going to have the consultation and whatever the consultation fee might be. The average cost for a home stager is about 300 to 600 possibly for the initial consultation. I think in my area in Metro Atlanta, it's a little bit lower, but they work on an hourly basis and it's anywhere from 150 to $300 per hour. And a lot of them will do, okay, this is what it's going to take for a half day. If we do our decluttering and we do our staging, um, some of them will bring a team. Some of them will come, you know, with two home stagers. Everybody's contract is a little different. I can't speak to that. But you are paying for this service. Um, but you also have to pay for the furniture. So if you have a vacant home, you have to say, okay, these are the rooms that I want to do. You'll either get a price per room or you'll get a price for the entire job. And a lot of times, the longer the house is on the market, the more you're paying. You're tying up their merchandise if you think a home is going to sell really quick and it takes six months, well, that's six months that you've had to rent all that furniture. Sure, sure. And I'm also thinking, too, about how it can save you money because the longer you're having to pay a mortgage on that home while you're trying to sell it, well, unfortunately, it's another financial burden that you carry. But if you can sell it quickly, then you can unload that, basically. Yeah, I mean, that would be... Right. Everybody's selling, especially if you've gone, usually, I mean, you find people that are building a house and they're not really in a hurry and it sells really quick. I mean, it, it, everyone's situation is different. But for the most part, let's say you're an investor and you buy homes to flip and you hire a design professional and you stage it. You, you do not. You know what your margins are. This is a business for you. And the numbers are tight and you want to flip it and maximize your profit. And you don't want that to sit. Um, I work with a, a couple different investors. They'll come in the store into status and say, all right, let's pull. And we make a huge pile. And they'll say, all right, I'm going to rent this because I want to bring it back or I want to buy it because this is great and I'll take it to my next home. But we go both ways. All right. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. It's where I get to brag about you and what? your talent. What are you going to say? You're extremely talented and your ability to stage a home, again, speaks volumes because... 
you took my home, which was nothing more than sports memorabilia, arcade games, guy stuff, cluttered to the from floor to ceiling, some, unfortunately, in some rooms, and you've made it look absolutely incredible. It's amazing the transformation that, uh, you know, again, I, I didn't think about a lot of these things. New paint, new roof, new carpet, new flooring in my basement, uh, shiplap in places. I didn't even know what shiplap mean, means or meant. And now I've learned. It's amazing. You're a very difficult client. But uh, <laughs> it was a big project. Um, I'm going to send you my bill. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I've opened a GoFundMe page. I'm very now, expensive. I'm yeah, I know. Kidding. Like I said, I've opened a GoFundMe page to help with the. No, it, you're, it was a fun. Your house is absolutely stunning, and I hope it sells quickly. And it, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of work. I mean, we. But again, it was a house that has been lived in for 15 years, and and had and raised kids in this home. And you're not someone that you know was purging along the way no, you know no not at all so yeah, this that was, was on the bottom of my list years of filling boxes and you know take this to goodwill keep this that kind of thing storage units so we, we had a lot of work ahead of us but sometimes home stagers do you never know everything in this part of the industry is very specific just like interior design and interior decorating is no project is the same um, I had an interior designer or I'm sorry I'm sorry I had a realtor come into status uh, about a year ago and she said well I've got a home it's listed I think it was un just under 400,000 and the homeowner had left it was a corporate relocation so the home was vacant and she was, you know, her listing contract was almost up. She needed to sell it. So she was looking at me to help her with the home staging, which is fine. We walked through status. We picked all the different furniture items. But I was even able to work with her on the price. She's a friend of mine. I, you know, I said, I've got a moving company I work with all the time. They give me a better price because I give them so much work. Um, let's do this. I came in $1,000 under her under other staging quotes because I could. You know, I have the merchant. I have right, a 12,000 right. square foot store. I've got all the merchandise at my fingers. And I don't have, have to order anything. To some yeah, right. I, I can do this um, and save people money. And the budget wasn't there. She was having to pay for this out of her real estate commission and because the homeowner wasn't going to be a part of the home staging. And she wasn't able to go forward with the contract. And that's okay. I mean, I perfectly understood it was going to cut out of her bottom line as the realtor. So, again, that's where I go back to sometimes it's every single job is different. She said, you know, if this was a $500,000 home and the homeowner would split the home staging with me, then this was more doable. But at this point at the game... Um, the house, you know, it's probably going to sell in the mid threes. And for me to, to cut out of my commission, I can't do that. So it's business, right? Right. right. We're in the business of selling homes. Well, yet again, another incredible show with lots of terrific information, well, things thank that you. I'm sure anybody listening is going to learn a lot, as we always do. But I appreciate everything you've covered today. Home staging is it's I can say firsthand, it is absolutely a transformational process for a home that needed it. And mine was one of those. So. Before we close, tell your listeners how they can submit questions or some of the lifestyle topics that they may like for you to cover in future shows on Status Life with Lita. Okay, absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. Stay with me. Again, the health and wellness journey is going, getting in full effect, right? We're going to talk about that next week. Um, we also have a fantastic guest from Compassion Station that was just featured on Good Morning America, doing big things, big things out in our community. 
in Atlanta, in Georgia, and now is uh, sweeping across the United States. So she's coming on uh, with us next week. How to submit questions, how to find me. I told you about my website at the top of the show, www.statushomedesign.com. That is a direct link to my email. I, let me know. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to know? Anything, interior design, interior decorating, home staging, trends, um, anything with styles. We did a three-part series on different styles. Uh, I'm an open book, right? Let's, let's, this is a lifestyle podcast. Do you want to know about a recipe? Do you want to know about being a single mom? you want to know about something being an entrepreneur, branding? I don't care. I will cover it, right? Reach out to me, and we will talk. Um, I also know you like for people that when they come in the store to, to – uh, pull you to the side and say, hey, I want to let you know I've listened to your show. I love it. I love it. I, I love was there the on feedback. Saturday when it oh, happened. Oh, yes. Yes. I, yes. I love it. I love the community. But, you know, this the, the number of downloads that we've had so far is absolutely amazing. And so I know people are listening from all over the world. So stay with me. I hope you're enjoying this. I know I am. This is definitely my favorite part of the week, sitting in front of this mic and just being able to give my knowledge and, and everything that I have to everyone, to my listeners. Well, you're very energetic in your topic. Well, and it thank shows. you. Well, thanks for again for a, another terrific show. And thank everyone, too, for listening. And so much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Status Home Design and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our uh, episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. This program is also available on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes. And you've been listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. 